are heads and shoulders above the rest of the national radio hosts. You are the best radio show host in the country. Love the show, by the way. Best show on the radio. You are the absolute best at what you do. Michael Medved. And on the Michael Medved Show, anybody who is following the recent news uh, from the Far East understands some of the dangers of China. There seem to be... Uh, even deliberate attempts at provoking some kind of American response, some kind of confrontation with the Chinese Communist Party. But to understand the Chinese Communist Party, you have to know something about its history. And there is a new book uh, for people who may prefer to forget about that history that is must-reading. It's called Red Memory. The Afterlives of China's Cultural Revolution. The author, Tanya Brannigan, uh, has been writing editorials for The Guardian and spent seven years as The Guardian's China correspondent. Her work has also appeared in The Washington Post. Uh, And she joins us from uh, Great Britain. Tanya, uh, thank you very much for providing this book. And uh, it's amazing how many people in the United States don't know about the Cultural Revolution, which is probably the best example of mass slaughter since the Holocaust. I think there is a real misunderstanding of the Cultural Revolution in many places, uh, and that includes in China in many ways, of course, because younger people really don't know much about it. I think what was so devastating about it was not so much the death toll, as awful as that may have been. We think about two million people died in one way or another, uh, in many cases hounded to suicide, in other cases executed. Uh, But really the toll it took on the nation, because it was universal, there were tens of millions of people who were persecuted. And it was often a very kind of intimate betrayal. So we saw people turning on each other within workplaces, turning on each other even within families in some cases. That's really what makes it, I think, so devastating. Um, And it's such a complex, long-running series of events really bound up in one. I mean, it went on for 10 years altogether, that it is very difficult, I think, for most people to make sense of it. And it's been very poorly understood, perhaps just as a time that was simply very violent or in a slightly cartoonish way as a time when everybody was waving little red books. And so what I wanted to do was go back and really explore what it does mean to those who actually lived through it. And some of your uh, stories that you retell in Red Memory, the book is posted up at our website at michaelmedved.com. The title of Red Memory, The Afterlives of China's Cultural Revolution. You concentrate on some personal narratives and uh, children betraying parents, in some cases parents betraying children. And the awful suffering that that went on, as as you say, for 10 years, was there any way reading this history that you think China or the Chinese people benefited in any way from uh, the Cultural Revolution? I think it would be very hard for anybody who didn't live through that time to say, well, actually, there were benefits, because obviously it was such a traumatic 
and devastating time for so many people. Having said that, there are people within China who remember it quite fondly, in a sense, because they see it as a time when there was greater equality. Uh, they see the kind of the rush to embrace capitalism as being quite damaging in some ways, bringing in an era of great inequality, um, of sort of huge divisions of corruption and so forth. And, and for those reasons, they remember aspects of it, certainly, uh, with a certain kind of affection that may be hard for uh, outsiders to understand, I think. And, and then I think beyond that, you know, it's important to remember, of course, that we all have a sort of partial view of our own history. No country sort of talks about its, its history, honestly. And most people, when they look back, will have a nostalgia, even for things that may have been sort of damaging or, or distressing in some ways, at least to parts of the population. What, what was Mao trying to do? In other words, if, if uh, I, again, you, you look at this level of destruction and, and pain and, and betrayal and, and this true nightmare, but that was, that was not something, there, there was a deeper purpose, uh, as you make clear in the book Red Memory, to the uh, upheaval and uh, the, the, the horrible persecution uh, that was part of the Cultural Revolution. What was that purpose? Well, you are absolutely right to put Mao at the heart of it, because I think this is one of the sort of the common misunderstandings of it. It, it was something that was set in train by Mao and pursued by Mao, trying as a way of defending and shoring up his own sort of power authority. He was still very much in charge, but he was very badly damaged by the disaster of the Great Leap Forward. This was his attempt to uh, over sort of overhaul the uh, the economy and industrialize it at a staggering pace and collectivize its agriculture. And the results were devastating. I mean, it was just so hubristic that it ended up with about 40 million people dying in a famine. And his policies were reined in by more pragmatic people in the party. So he was very much looking to wipe out that opposition to him. He was looking as well, I think, at the Soviet Union, where Khrushchev had denounced Stalin following Stalin's death. And, and then, of course, Khrushchev himself was removed. So I think he was thinking both about his power and his legacy. But also, I think he did feel that the party had lost its way. I mean, he even when the party took over in 1949, he talked about the sort of the need for purity and warned about the sugar-coated bullets of the bourgeoisie that were going to sort of corrupt people. He felt that people were simply not communist enough. They weren't true believers. They weren't pure enough that officials were kind of settling down into sort of comfort and even corruption. And he wanted to sort of remake his country and create these sort of perfect communists, I suppose. So it, it started and ended in a sense very much as a power play. But alongside that, there was this ideological crusade. And that drew many, many young people in. I mean, he turned to very young people to do this. We're talking about children in many cases, 13, 14 year olds, even university students. Um, and once you unleash that kind of mass movement, I think in inevitably lots of other things get drawn into that, whether that be people's zealotry or people's own ambitions. Um, or their personal grudges, which often played a role in these denunciations. Uh, I think that's really important to remember, because while the Cultural Revolution could only have happened in this form in China at that time, 
there are many things about it that I think perhaps we can recognise. And my hope has always been with this book that people won't just think, here's this terrible and weird thing that happened over there, uh, but to recognise that we all have our responsibilities and that we all make moral judgments and are, are capable of being led terribly astray. And uh, that's part of the theme is how important accurate memory is. And, of course, the Chinese Communist Party has denied uh, any opportunity for people who actually live in China to remember the scope, the true nature, the uh, overwhelming impact of uh, the Cultural Revolution. Tanya Brannigan, who spent seven years writing about China, her book, Red Memory, the Afterlives of China's Cultural Revolution. It's an eye-opener and a page-turner. You can find it, uh, information about it, at michaelmedved.com. We will be right back. And uh, Tanya Brannigan, thank you for your contribution. Are you always tired with low energy? Do you suffer from indigestion issues and can't eat food you enjoy? Try Balance 7. It's a product with all natural ingredients to help fix these health problems. Click on the Balance 7 banner at michaelmedved.com. Use the code MEDVED to get 15 bucks off your order. Free shipping plus a bottle of My Smooth Skin. Money back guarantee. 